satisfied or dissatisfied she is just a customer just like everyone else like always giving it to you raw and unedited over to you the short one how much is that dog in the window The one with the tail. How much is that dog in the window? I do hope that he is for sale. Well, let me tell you one thing. That damn dog was not through the window. This dog was barking at me. Uh, lucky enough, I was on a leash. But yeah, so when I was out and about, didn't bark at anyone else. Just started barking at me. I hate dogs. I really hate dogs. Like I've got my best friend. She's got this ugly, ugly dog. Like you know when something can be so ugly, and you try and figure out like what could actually be attractive because to this person or dog. Uh, like why are the kids loving this dog? Why is she loving this dog? What made her choose this dog? Out of all the other dogs out there, this dog is. Ugly. I think it's a pug. I think it's a pug. I think it's a pug. Yeah. And it's like it's got this big fat sausage body and little tiny legs. And when I hear it run, it's like like, like that when it run, when it when it's like right. And every time I have to go there, like when I go to her house, I don't ring the doorbell or do the rat-a-tat-tat like Mary and Joseph did, trying to get the place for the inn. I have to lift up the letter flap. And I'm like, move the dog, move the dog, get rid of the dog. That's how I. That's how I knock on her door, and then I can just watch everyone scampering about and going, oh, and fucking hell, she's here, and got to fucking hide the fucking dog, blah 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 blah, you know. But yeah, you know, it's just I hate dogs. But anyway, this dog was barking at me. It was on a leash, lucky enough. But I think if it wasn't on a leash, it probably would have chased me. And I don't run well. I don't run well. I don't run. I don't run like a athlete on the Olympics. Um, I'm trying to think of famous female runners, but I can't. Zola Bud. She. She a marathon runner. But I can't think of any female ones. I know there was that one from South Africa who was. Is she a man? Is she not a man? And I remember seeing a documentary about it, and it was kind of like when you watch a do- when, you docu- when, you, when you watch a documentary, you kind of finish watching it, kind of feeling well, it's no one's business, really, you know. It's such a shame when you have to like convince the world, like to say I'm this, and everyone's you know pandering on you. But yeah, so this dog, I don't really know what kind of dog it was. It was like a normal dog. It was just a dog. To me, a dog's a dog. But yeah, don't like dogs. But but surprisingly enough. I did have a dream one time that I owned a dog. It was a really cute dog, but in my dream, I had to go through several hypnosis sessions. Um, <clears throat> had to learn special meditation techniques as well. So it was a whole build-up to my well-being. 
but who knows i might have a dog one day who knows stranger things have happened but i hate dogs i was i was mauled by my own dog when i was younger like literally mauled eaten alive i've even got part of its tooth in my arm my not my arm my hand um so you know the bitch was i don't know was it a female dog let's let's call it a bitch anyway because a bitch went and bit my hand and left a fucking tooth track fragment that sometimes it catches on my nerve and my my palm or my hand sometimes gets a bit painful so i have to like rub it and the rubbing is for me to kind of like you know move the bone away from my nerve so that's a little fact you know i've got an extra bone in me that doesn't belong to me it's animal one so yeah so this week i went to london hendon to be precise and when i was traveling on the motorway i can be a badass driver if i want to um it's when i realized that oh shit they implemented that seven like if you go over one mile per hour so i had to slow it down not that i was well over but but you know when you kind of like don't want to reach 70 you want to be on like 65 so there is no room for error so that was a stressful drive by the time i got to um, like Hendon, I was starting to get migraines because I had to concentrate on my speed because I don't want to be done for speeding, not on a motorway because that's when those fast cars, like those people, um, like we used to school, we used to call them like guys with small dicks, where they um have their own little fast cars and they're revving up the motorway and stuff. And I was thinking, mm, okay, you'll get your ticket or whatever it is. I'm sit, so I'll just lull here, you know, in the middle lane. Am I am I allowed in the middle lane? It's a lane that you're not supposed to be to stay long in. Is it the middle lane? Because on the motorway, I prefer the middle lane only because if you're in the slow lane, once you get up to the junction, people are joining. It's like a roulette of your life because some people just join, like the motorway from the slip below. They just join. With no disregard to like maybe there's a car behind you, so I always like to stay in the in the middle. Um, yeah. So anyway, so went to Hendon for a couple of days. Only meant to be for one night, but it's a couple of days because I was visiting mother, and I went out to Sainsbury's because obviously I'm just a customer, right? So I went out with Sam Sainsbury's with my cousin and. It was one of those small Sainsbury's that you see on the high street, not the big ones. And when you walk in there, it's so chaotic. It's so, it, it's not messy, but it's, it's always empty. That Sainsbury's has always been kind of empty, but it's always like you look around, there's so much noise. Not noises in volume, but just noise in colours and chaos and craziness. It looks like... It looks like someone's eating a lot of oranges and carrots and then a probably other like colourful stuff like maybe a peas or beetroot or something or a banana and then you're just thrown up. But the orange obviously because it's Sainsbury's, the people ate like oranges and um, carrots and stuff and probably a bit of a butternut squash. It just reminds me of it. It's not really, it's not really like a place where you'd go to 
peacefully going by your shopping. It's a place where you go and buy your shopping and you come back with a migraine. Maybe that's why it's always uh, quiet in there, but I don't know. But further down the road, I've got Tesco Metro, and that's the one which is always kind of busy. They're busy enough to the point that some of the stuff is all mess, always messy. But um, to the queuing system in Sainsbury's Metro, uh, when me and my cousin approached the queue, there was a guy not at like well, he was there in the line because you know what it says queue this way so he's kind of like lulling lulling as i can describe it is lulling i like the way i like the way it feels on my tongue when i say it lulling so i thought okay he's in the queue so i'll just lull behind him and because it was another guy paying at the queue then later on well not later like days later but a few seconds later another customer comes in and he goes. He, he he looked like he'd been in that shop all the time because he knew where he was going. Because he went straight into the queue. As soon as the guy that was paying was gone, then he went straight to be served. So I'm still standing there with my cousin, going, "What the fuck?" Now pause a minute. So they had a at the bit where you're queuing up, where you're saying this is the queue, whatever, and they got like I don't know. I can't remember if they had the chewing gum or whatever. It's just that little strip in the middle to separate you from the cash point machine. There were some orange, not oranges, apple. Oh, fucking hell. I don't even know fruits anymore. There was bananas. There was a bunch of bananas. Message from Jolly too. There was a bunch of bananas right there. And uh, for some reason, they had a really strong smell. I was to my cousin, I was like, damn, this, this banana smells strong. And then she said to me, well, now you've said it, I can smell it. But they were, like, really strong. The worst thing about bananas is bananas doesn't smell the same way as the flavour. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a banana milkshake, it's like, it smells of banana, right? But I always find a banana doesn't smell of a banana. Like, the smell of the banana. Whereas banana milkshake or those chewy, sweet banana things. Um... Yeah, but it was a strong smell of banana, so that stench had to be longer because now this new person just came in and got in a queue. And I said to my cousin, I was like, did he push in? Because at that moment I felt, do I cause a scene or whatever? But no, he was right. The other guy that was lulling wasn't in the queue. So my message to customers, right, because we're one big family here as customers, is when you are near the till... And you're not queuing. Can you please place yourself somewhere where you're not near the queuing station? Because it can cause confusion. And it could have caused my nostrils to be damaged by the smell of the banana. Because I've kind of felt that this smell is so strong. It's actually getting through my nose, down my esophagus. Um, and this is going downwards because if it was going into my brain, I would be completely nutty but yeah um after that anyway we went to morrison's and again remember i said before one of my previous podcasts how morrison's the best place to shop again this morrison's in collindale um again it was quite empty like even the checkouts the, the people at the checkouts were just sitting there waiting 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 for you to come 
But a little tip for those people. I know you're waiting for customers to come in. You're probably bored just sitting there going, oh, can't wait to wait, can't wait to get home. Or, you know, I can't wait to pass my degree in uni or my PhD or whatever it is. Or, you know, whatever you're thinking of. It would be nice if you sat, kind of like sat there with a smile. Just a little smile so it looks quite inviting, you know? It kind of will help a little bit. But I'm not going to knock you too much because, like I said, you, you've got the checkout system right, you know, in terms of the shopper experience, the customer experience. You've got that right. You've got that definitely right because there was no queue. So the other day I went to Brent Cross and uh, went to m because my cousin, my bougie cousin, one, only buys her lunch for work the next day at m &S. So I was like, okay, fine. We'll go to m and and get whatever you want. And um, uh, we got to m and and we only had half an hour to shop. Did you know... That the best time to shop in M&S is 7.30pm when we've got half an hour left. I tell you why. Because nobody's at the queues, at the checkouts. Nobody. People are there buying and shopping their last minute stuff for some reason. Every till, people are just waiting. Like, come here, I'm waiting. Come here, I'm waiting. Checkout was like, not busy, but people using the checkouts. Um, but I think I think they don't have the Olympic checkouts that I experienced. If you have no idea what the Olympic checkouts, you've got to find it in my in my last podcast. But yeah, so they don't have the Olympic checkouts. But one day I want to try that checkout to see if it's Olympified. Um, but yeah, so that was that. It was just literally no one was at the queue. Right, we were in Brent Cross on Valentine's Day, and I did notice that a lot of guys were like carrying roses and stuff but you, damn bloody hell you look like you, you was like you, you were the most saddest person like i don't know did you buy valentine's flowers to think to make people think that you had a valentine but you actually don't so you got to carry them with you and then when you get home you throw them in the bin because the sad faces you know, it'd be nice, like, you, it's nice to see a man, like, you know, me being single, it's nice to see a man carrying a whole bouquet of flowers, and he's, like, chuffed, he's smiling, you know, not where it's like, shit, I can't, you know, I don't want to go home and go and give this to the bitch, you know, it was all bastard, you know, it was, everyone just looked fucking miserable, I was like, okay, okay, so, what's next? So, oh, is anyone watching This Is Us? This Is Us is like a program that started a few years ago in America. And season two is out now. I think you find them on Amazon. This Is Us is one of the most brilliant masterpieces of drama ever. And... If you haven't watched it, watch it. If you're one of those people that it's like, mm, I've got to do some research. Yeah, research it. In fact, don't watch it straight away. Don't take my word for it. Just do your research. Just go into Twitter and put This Is Us. See what comes up. You know, it might give you spoilers, but that's for your fault for not wanting to believe me. But research it. 
And all I'm going to say is, like, I love Jack. And that program opened up a lot of wounds for me. But, yeah, this is it. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, let me just take a break. So, here we go. Find me on Facebook at I Am Just a Customer. Follow me on Facebook. Like the page. Make some comments on that. Um, let's make it lively. Even on Twitter at I'm. Remember, there's no I am. It's I'm. So I am. I'm just a customer. So I am J U S T. A-C-U-S-T-O-M-E-R. I hope I spelt that right. Um, so it's not I am, it's I'm. And again on there, you know, what do you do on Twitter? Do you like it? You follow. Yes, it. Follow me on Twitter. Again, comment on things. Say what you like on there. Um, and then obviously, last but not least, Look up on the website, on my website, www.iamjustacustomer.com. It's not really an interactive website, but it gives you an opportunity to even write to me. Woohoo, lucky you. You've got an opportunity to write to me. But you know what? With all these social media pages and all this information I'm giving you, they're not top secret. You can go and tell everybody about it. I want you to shout it from the rooftops. Pass it to your friends. Share with your friends. Share the Facebook page with your friends. Share the Twitter. Do retweets. Share the post. Whatever you have to do, just get big mouth about it, okay? It's not a secret. Or are you one of those people, sometimes like me, where I should say to you, yeah, actually, it's a secret. Because that's when you go, okay, I'm telling the whole world. Because I sometimes do that. I always get people say, you know, the short one, let me tell you a secret. I'm thinking, oh, shit. Don't tell anyone. I'm like, oh, fuck. And literally, it's like, as you're telling me what you're telling me, I'm thinking, oh, man, I, I need to tell somebody, especially if it's juicy. Um... Okay, second part of a commercial now. You can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, um, Stitcher, if I haven't mentioned it, and probably other podcast platforms that you've discovered. Um, even on there, if you listen to me on there, again, share, share, share with your friends, share with everybody. And most importantly, subscribe to it, review it. Nice reviews, please review review my podcasts you know show me some appreciation because at the end of the day i'm just showing you my weekly adventures so if you enjoy it share it all right share it like you share i don't know what do we share diseases that's all i can think of right now yeah share it like we share diseases beside like things like flu herpes um, hepatitis B, I don't know, whatever, share it, let me share that, yeah, I'm not your last Rolo, you don't have to decide thinking, oh, like, is someone my last Rolo, like, no, 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 just share it, share, 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 sharing is caring, so anyway, that's the end, that's the end of that, um, advert, that was a long one, right, damn, I didn't mean to get money for that one, okay, so, 
I went to Tesco, seeing as they always come up every week on my podcast. I don't know, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? From a customer's point of view, it's a bloody bad thing, Tesco. You need to start shaping up. Right, so I was paying for a few items and I was approaching the checkouts. Not checkout, self-checkouts, but normal checkouts. And I, because there was only like, there was a woman in front of me, like who was being served, another woman in front of me, and then there was me. And it was the shortest queue. I even thought, why is no one going to this queue? And I, but I thought, you know what? I'm the clever one. Let me slip there. So I went in the queue. And as soon as I got to the queue, the checkout woman buzzed. And I thought, fuck. There's something wrong with the woman's order. So meanwhile, my head's like looking around like an owl. You know, sort of like, 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 like tick, 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 tick. Like my, like my neck was like moving, moving, moving. And I was looking at other queues to sort of think, should I switch queues? Should I risk it and switch the shoe? Because the checkout that was kind of next to me, but not next to me, that queue looked like, it, like the checkout woman was on a roll. I think she was like, today I'm on Red Bull. And she was scanning, scanning, taking payment. Next, 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 scanning, scanning, taking payments. I thought, I want to be in her queue. But then I was looking. I thought, okay, let me go now. As I just moved one step to the side to do a little shuffle, Suddenly, two people came and busted. I thought, fuck it. Let me just stay in this queue. Still staying in this queue. Still, this woman's talking to now the person that's coming to help. And basically, there's an argument about the price of something because I think that the shelf said one price or whatever it was. It was just pissed me off. And I thought to myself, this has just ruined my day. Because I thought by, by now, I should be out of here. But no, I'm still in this queue. So I thought, oh. You know what, the short one? Don't give yourself blood pressure. Just go to the self-checkouts. You can handle the Olympics. You've done it before. You're a master at it. You know? So I turned my weary carcass round and then went to the self-checkouts. There was no queue there. Well, there was no queue. By the time I got there, there was one person leaving, so I just took it. And I walked... I slowed... I, I slowed... I walked really slow to that checkout and I was putting my stuff in. And I, got, I had some, no, the pizzas because, yeah, I had the pizzas there. So I'd got two pizzas. So I scanned one of the pizzas. I eventually found the, the barcode on the pizza box and I scanned it through. And then the exact identical pizza box was the second one. <sighs> I'm not lying if I told you I spent about two minutes. I was turning the box upside down, flipping it. One point I thought, you know, shall I cross my eyes doing it so I can see it? And I might freak out some people, but I'm not going to ask the attendant to help me because I know the barcode's on this box. It took me two minutes until I finally said, you know what, accept defeat. So I said to the attendant who was busy, like mega busy, and I had to do my usual, excuse me, excuse me. I did that a bit loud because that's my don't fuck with me right now. Don't tell me that you've got three customers before you can see me. That's me saying, come now. So I was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, holding the pizza box, like, yeah, with the pizza box, like, yeah, well, help me. So he then comes over to me and I'm like, I can't find the box, I can't find the barcode. As soon as I said that with holding the pizza box in my hand, 
what is in my eye vision? The fucking barcode, wasn't it? So I felt like a right dipstick and I thought, oh. So I zapped that thing with anger, paid for it, got my plastic bag and marched out there. I was so angry. Like the fucking barcode was right there the whole time. You know, it was just crazy. Crazy. But anyway, yeah. But it was a nice pizza at the end of the day. Um, so, going back to my experiences with, uh, like, let's say, Morrison's, Tesco's, even Marks and Spencer's, and Sainsbury's. Everyone had one thing in common, the people working behind the till. No one smiled. No one was that heartwarming. It was, you know, I don't know if we've become accustomed as customers to know that the sales assistant, the sales assistant is there just to zap your food, put it in a bag, and then you leave. Because for some reason, I think my experiences would be a lot better if sales, if the checkout people would smile. You do get some of them that do. I know Marks and Spencers. A lot of them do, but they tend to be the elder people. But the young'uns, my gosh, I didn't take your boyfriend. No, I didn't take your boyfriend. I didn't call you ugly, you know. I didn't kill your goldfish. It's like literally like, you know, it wasn't my fault you passed, you know, you didn't pass your exams. Not that you did, that's because of why you're working in these shops. But like if it was exam day or something. But it was just like, they, you approached them. And they're just like looking at you. No dirty looks, just like looking at you. And then they just zap, zap, you know, ping, 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 ping. That's £12.56, please. You give them the money, and then that's it. And you kind of think, well, if you don't like your job, go. Go and do something fun. Go and bungee jump or something, you know? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. A smile goes a long way, not just for you, but also for the customer as well, because that customer, they could have had a shitty experience in your store, right? And just to you being that last face that we see before we leave your shop, you're the first face. That's not the first face. You're the last face that we see. It's important for you to make sure we leave with a good impression, you know? And don't bloody ask me, do I want a bag when you see me? This happened today in Wilco's. I bought, okay, I'll let you in of what I bought. I bought the, the like, was it, the, the, oh, I can't talk, toilet paper, the big size pack ones. And I bought, a, you, know, you know when you're washing up, the washing up drainer thing where you put your plates and cups and stuff to dry off? So I bought that and plus other things. And I was asked, would you like a bag? Now, normally, I always say yes, but I don't think about it. But for this particular reason, I kind of felt, what do you think? What do you think? You know, what do you really, really think? I, kind of, I had two big items and let's say about seven smaller items. And I thought, well, what the fuck do you think? You know, let's take a rest for now. Take a break and let's discuss this. Do you think I need a bag? I know it's hard for them because it's like, how do you ask for it? But, you know, 
I would have put it off. Oh dear, large cloth clingies. Oh, I guess you need a bag then. You know, and then it's for me to say no. I didn't say I wanted a bag. But this whole thing of like, do you want a bag? And you know what I'm buying. Today it just kind of peed me off because it was like, I don't need that question right now. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I always think, you know, America's very cheesy with their, have a nice day. I always find it very cheesy, but I think maybe we should adopt that a bit. You know, let's be happy. Let's be H-A-P-P-Y. Because you know I am. I'm sure I am. I'm an H-A-P-P-Y. And on that note, love, peace and hair grease.